Hey everybody, would you like to get access to an extra bonus episode every Saturday? If so, check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash drnosleep, where I will be posting exclusive bonus episodes every Saturday, only available to my exclusive Dr. No Sleep Patreon supporters. That's patreon.com slash drnosleep. For only $5 per month, you will get access to a total of four extra bonus episodes every month on my Patreon page. You will also be directly helping support the creation of new horror stories for future Dr. No Sleep episodes. Your support would mean so much to me, since I am a small podcast with very minimal outside funding. Thank you so much for your consideration, and now back to the story. My name is Jared. I once had a normal life like most people. I had a stable 9-to-5 job and a steady girlfriend. There was enough food on the table each month, and some left over to put into savings. Most people would say I was well off and fortunate to not be struggling. That is not how I felt on the inside. The consistent grind at the office was wearing me down. Putting a fake smile on my face every day and doing tasks I hated slowly ate away at me. I knew I wanted more in life, and this corporate slavery wasn't it. Once I figured out this was all a simulation, I quit my job. What's the point of wasting away at a job if nothing is real to begin with? I know what you're thinking. I'm crazy, or I'm a lunatic. That is what everyone else told me. I could care less about what people think now. I know what happened to me and what I witnessed. Here is my story. You can believe me or not. One day after work, I went into my office. I closed the door and locked it behind me. I didn't want my girlfriend Kelsey to know what I was doing. It wasn't anything nefarious, but I wasn't proud of it either. I had been talking to this guy on the dark web. His name was Alex. I met him on a site similar to Reddit, but a dark web version. I can't give away the link due to the secret nature of it. I met Alex on a conspiracy thread. We became close and eventually started to message each other on a daily basis. We would share our takes on current events and news. On this particular day, Alex would share some knowledge that would change my whole life's trajectory. He logged into the chat. Hey Jared, you are not going to believe this. Found a rift in reality. This world we live in, it's not actually real. Get a grip, Alex. You were talking crazy. I know we discuss conspiracy theories from time to time, but this is just absurd. Alex continued. No, I really discovered something big. You need to listen to me. This better be good, Alex, I replied. Okay, hear me out, Jared. The universe has billions of stars and likely tens of trillions of planets. Just in our Milky Way galaxy, we know that more than half of all stars may have a habitable planet. These planets are located at just the right distance to have liquid water and possible life. So if our universe is almost 14 billion years old and it has all these planets, where are the aliens, Jared? That is a good point you make, Alex. But maybe they haven't developed the technology yet to travel vast distances. Did you ever think of that? I asked. Yes, but statistically, there is likely a civilization out there billions of years ahead of us. I'm sure they've mastered interstellar travel by now, he replied. Well, besides the alien aspect, what other evidence do you have? I asked. There was a team of researchers who embedded computer code into physical strands of DNA. They were able to control the DNA with this code. This proves undoubtedly that biological reality is in fact just computer codes, he replied. Okay, that's very interesting, but there's nothing really substantial about the points you make, I typed back. Alex responded, well, I'm getting to the good part. I did a deep dive on the dark web, researching the topic of simulation theory. 
I came across a guy who had briefly escaped out of the simulation we're in right now. He saw the real world, or base reality as Elon Musk calls it. How would you even trust what this guy says? Half the people on the deep web are full of themselves, I replied. The man gave me instructions on how to access base reality. He messed around with DMT and created a much more potent variation of it. Basically, all you have to do is take enough and you can briefly get out of the simulation. If you don't take enough, you will just have a normal DMT trip, Alex replied. So wait, you actually took this stuff? I asked. Yes, Jared, I took it. And what I saw was exciting, yet disturbing. For a brief second, I was able to see base reality. Upon opening my eyes, I was in a tube filled with liquid. A breathing apparatus was keeping me alive. Around me, there was a farm of other humans, all in the same tubes, unaware of their existence in this realm. Every human around me had a helmet on their head. This helmet had wires protruding from it. I concluded, this must be how they keep us in this artificial world. Electrical signals must block our sense of the real world. The scene was similar to that of the Matrix. Before I knew it, the drug wore off and the signals from the helmet took over my brain again, and I went back into the simulation we are in now. Wow, that is quite the experience. Are you sure it wasn't just a hallucination? A lot of people that use DMT report crazy, lifelike experiences, I said. This was no hallucination. There is no way to prove my experience. You just have to feel it. It was the most alive I have ever felt, even being stuck inside of a tube. It is amazing how limited we are in this realm. It is all just fake, and we don't even know it, he replied. Besides the other humans and tubes, what else did you see? Were there any people walking around managing the operation? I asked. Alex typed back. Yes, that was the freaky part. When I looked around, I saw these weird gray beings. They were short, had no mouth or ears. They had these big eyes, kind of like the aliens you see in the movies. They didn't seem evil, but they didn't seem good at the same time. I don't really know what their plan is for us. Maybe we are just their slave in the simulation, kind of like how some computer hardware is used to mine Bitcoin. That is a very interesting take on it. Do you have any of that DMT variation left? I asked. I thought you'd never ask. I have enough for six more doses. I will ship you three of them. Maybe we can do it at the same time. I've heard some stories of people having group experiences on this. Maybe we will wake up next to each other in the tubes, Alex replied. I was still skeptical of all this. I doubted much of Alex's story, but I was willing to put his theory to the test. Okay, Alex, ship me three of them and we can try it together and document our experiences. Sounds good. You should receive the package in about three days time, Alex replied. Three days went by in the blink of an eye. I was home alone. It was my one day off and my girlfriend Kelsey was away at work. Suddenly, I heard a knock on the door. I went to answer it. There was nobody at my door. I glanced down at my welcome mat and noticed a small bag. This had to be the drug Alex was talking about. I opened the bag on my table and noticed three smaller bags that contained orange powder. This must have been the three doses. If I was ever going to do this drug, today was the day while Kelsey was at work. She would kill me if she knew what I was up to. I pulled out my phone to call Alex. He promptly answered. Hey Alex, I finally got the stuff, I said. That is good news. You wanna try it today? Alex asked. I thought about it for a second. Should I even do this? What if I am not the same after? I thought about my average existence and decided I had nothing to lose. Yeah, let's try it, 
I responded. Okay, make sure you only take one packet. Pour the powder into a pipe and wait for me. Our trip should last only a few minutes, Alex replied. What happens if I try to take two packets at the same time, I asked. I would assume it lengthens the experience, but I wouldn't do it. You should ease into it first. Maybe the second time we try it, we can do two packets instead of one, he said. I got my pipe ready and poured two packets in. I wanted to have a strong and meaningful experience. I knew Alex said not to, but I did it anyways. All right, Jared, are you ready to light your pipe? Yes, I am ready, I said. Make sure you take three deep inhales. Don't stop until you take three. Sounds good, Alex. Okay, on three. One, two, three. I lit my pipe and inhaled. At my first inhale, I started to feel dizzy. I tried to keep it together. I took another breath. This time, I started to lose consciousness. I knew I needed to take one last deep inhale. With all my willpower, I took one last hit. I lost all bodily function and slumped over in my chair. My mind went black. All of a sudden, I was awake again. It felt like I was in a pool of gelatin. I was in the same tube that Alex described. I felt alive, like I had woken up from a bad dream and this was reality. I looked around. To my shock, there were rows of other humans stuck in the same tubes as I was. Everyone was wearing black spandex pants. All had helmets on and breathing apparatuses attached to their mouths just like me. All asleep and unaware of their existence. I turned completely around and to my shock, Alex was in a tube behind me. His eyes were open and he waved at me. I waved back. I pointed towards the top of the tube and he nodded in return. I pulled myself to the top of the tube and pulled off the helmet attached to my head and the breathing apparatus. Alex did the same. When Alex got to the top of his tube, he passed out and fell back into the liquid. His fall made a splashing sound and must have alerted the creatures working the facility. All of a sudden, three alien creatures were surrounding his tube and putting back on his helmet and breathing tube. I climbed out and collapsed onto the floor. My legs were weak and I could barely get up. I limped away. I finally got to my feet and started walking. I saw a large black screen in front of me. Behind me, I heard footsteps. They knew I was free. As I continued my trek to the screen, the footsteps got louder and louder. Finally, I got right next to the screen. The text on screen read, Operation Sleeping Humans. Underneath it, there was the word goal. Next to the word goal, it read, Place humans in a simulated reality. They are too dangerous to be let out into the real world. Right when I finished reading, a hand grabbed my shoulder. I turned around and faced a gray alien. He had a syringe with green liquid and injected me in my neck. I woke up back in my house. The door opened. It was Kelsey. Honey, I'm home. How was your day off from work? Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to hit that follow button to get notified every time a new episode is released. Also, please take a second to leave a rating for the podcast. This is so important to help the podcast grow. Thank you.